welcome to a special BAM collab project episode of... Brutal Battle. So you may be saying, what is BAM, and is collab short for collaboration? I'm sure you assumed it is. Yes, it is. And BAM is the Brewers Association of Maryland. So this is a special thing that was done in Maryland with Maryland breweries, obviously for the Brewers Association of Maryland, because since the pandemic happened, they can't have the Baltimore Beer Festival. So instead, they came up with an alternate idea, which was to have four breweries be host breweries to brew different beers at their particular locations, and then other breweries collaborate with them. So it's kind of a little bit like the band project uh, thing that Sierra Nevada had done, or beer, beer camp. Beer camp. Band project, sorry. Beer camp. Yeah, it's kind of like the beer camp project that Sierra Nevada had done for a while. Which, by the way, I really miss because I know, that was, a lot that was of fun. so much fun. So it's going to be extra fun getting into these because these are Maryland breweries, and there are a bunch for each one. So there's some inter- information on the Brewers Association of Maryland uh, website. So what we're going to do is we'll tell you what the beer is that we're going to be trying, and then we'll you know do our normal evaluation of it. We'll tell you up front where it was brewed, and then the other breweries involved with the collaboration. And then after that, they actually have some flavor notes on the website. So after we've done our evaluation, then we'll read the flavor notes and see if we were close or not. So the main meat of this episode, obviously, is just trying the beers. But how did we get these beers, you may ask yourself. So they did something cool where they had the ability to do a pre-order of these beers, and you could either have them shipped to your house within the state Or you could pick them up at one of the participating breweries who was doing the brewing. And we went with the option of buying mixed four-packs. So you could have done, like, mixed four-packs. You could have done mixed six-packs. And then I think there was – and then you could also just do, like, if you just wanted one particular beer or two beers, you could buy – Solid four packs. And there was of only those. four of the four beers. There were only four of them. Now, this is called, they're calling it series number one. So I'm assuming that they have plans to potentially do more of these, mm. which I'm already sold on that yeah, idea. That's fun. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm already sold on it. So, um, yeah. And uh, I, I thought it was great. Oh, where they were selling it for pre sale was over the Beer Me website. Which, you know, we have a whole episode explaining the Beer Me website. If you're not familiar with it, check out that episode. Um, A lot of beer being sold that way in Maryland and other states, because it's not just in Maryland, but even though it was developed in Maryland. So, yeah, that said, let's jump into it, right? Crack one open. So, the first one is Brewed. The Host Brewery is a brewery we have talked about a decent amount and enjoy. BC Brewery out of Hunt Valley, Maryland. And this beer is eight, it's the, the word eight, uh, I assume because it's eight beer, eight breweries involved, and it's a hazy IPA, and I'm going to read off the website all the participating breweries. So like I said, the host brewery is BC Brewery, the collaborators are Full Tilt Brewing, Hopkins Farm Brewery, Independent Brewing Company, Mobtown Brewing, Mully's Brewery. Pub Dog Brewing, and Smoketown Brewing Station, hmm. which some of those we haven't had anything by. I've never even heard of Smoketown. I've heard of Smoketown, but I've not had any of their stuff. I've all, I also know about Mully's and Mobtown, but haven't had their stuff. So here we go. Let's get into it. 
And the other thing to say is that we don't know in what way the collaboration is done. You know, there are many ways to do collaboration beers. What I'm assuming is that they probably met over, met up over Skype or something like that or Zoom and talked about, you know, what are our ideas for this recipe and kind of worked out the recipe themselves, well, in a group. And then BC took that recipe and executed it. That's my guess of how they're doing it. But who knows? Oh, an ABV, 6.8% on this. Okay. All right. And they're all 16-ounce cans. And you said it's a hazy IPA. Yep. Hazy IPA. Now, what makes me a little hopeful, because, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast enough, you know we're not huge on the hazy IPAs the way they've been done. Uh, What makes me hopeful, though, is the fact that I know BC Brewery does their hazy IPAs in a more beer-friendly way than a lot of breweries do who who try and add a bunch of garbage to the beer to make it look hazy it's actually pretty and taste like crap. Pretty clear. It's not pretty clear. It's very clear. <laughs> um, they failed in making it a hazy IPA. Yeah, it's not very hazy. But honestly, that's 100% fine with me. <laughs> I could care less about that. So let's, uh, yeah, I mean, it just looks very yellow with a little bit of an orange hue to it. It's It's clear. It's a clear beer, and I'm totally down with that. Or maybe they just called it a hazy IPA to trick you. Mm. That's possible. Yeah, who knows? You never know. Mm. So, what do you smell on it? I'm getting orange and pineapple. Yeah. They're they're not punching you in the face, though. No. It's low, like a low orange, Subtle. low pineapple. I'll agree with that. There's a decent malt backbone to it, though, mm-hmm. that I'm enjoying on the nose. And there's a little... There's a slight grass note peeking through. It smells kind of like light, crisp, refreshing type IPA, in my opinion. So, would it, do you pick anything else out? <laughs> Whenever I do a lot of sniffs, I cough. I wonder why. Does that not so, happen to you? Not really. Yeah. I mean, it's it like I said, it's not a super strong yeah, nose. but that's kind of all I'm getting. I'm not getting anything else. It smells like kind of nice and light. Yeah. And like I could enjoy it. So let's go in for a taste. It's chewy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's got... Okay. It's not that it's a viscous beer necessarily, but that it's... It's got that kind of hop level where you kind of feel like you have to chew the yeah. resin, the resin of the hops. I feel like a little I have bit. to chew it a lot. That's like the first thing I thought of when I, I started drinking it. I was like, it is so chewy. There's a solid bitterness to it, and actually, it does kind of have that little bit of a yeastiness that you typically do get with a hazy IPA. So it has the hazy IPA notes without actually looking hazy. Yeah. If you get a haze from it, like I'm getting now, it's just because of the cold level of the beer in the glass making the glass hazy. But yeah, it's okay. I get the orange. It's okay too. I like it. I get the slight pineapple. I get the orange. The bitterness is growing more. As I continue to sip on it, and I am getting a little bit of an earthiness, but it's not any sort of like offensive earthiness flavor. It's kind of, it, it's just like a more hop earthiness. Yeah. Maybe I can see a, that. a slight pine added in there as well. There is definitely some pine. Mm hmm. 
but there's a little, there's kind of like a little bit of a resiny note that's starting to peek through as I continue to sip it too. Yeah. And it is, then there is a decent bitterness. Yeah. It's a decent beer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now that we tried that one, let's go ahead and read their descriptors on the website. This hazy IPA is packed with galaxy. That's probably where you were getting the pineapple. Mosaic and talus hops, giving it plenty of juicy tropical flavors and aromas. We use locally sourced barley, oats, and wheat to provide a silky, full-bodied mouthfeel that complements the aggressive hop profile. So that goes along with what you were saying about the kind of chewiness. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not mad at that beer. It's not like my favorite IPA. The problem is it's hard to impress with IPAs because there's so many of them. Uh, although I would say that for them calling that a hazy IPA, it's a hazy IPA I would drink, even though I don't think it's that much of a hazy IPA. All right, so the next one. Okay, so the next one is called Smack Bam. Yeah. It's a fruited sour. It is... Pow Smack Bam. Oh, pow. Oh, you missed yeah, the pow. Because it's done like a like a comic book. Yeah. The pow is written in darker letters. I didn't see it up yeah. there. Pow smack bam. It's a fruited sour. It's raspberry, blueberry, and black currant with cinnamon and vanilla. 7.7%. This was the one that when I was reading what the beers were, I got most excited about because I like sours and I like fruited sours and I like those with vanilla added as well. So... The host brewery for this one is Idiom Brewing, who we have talked about on the oh, yeah, podcast we've before. Uh, yeah, when we went out to Frederick last two years ago, last year know. two, I don't know. It wasn't Ta- last total year. time warp. Yeah. So the other collaborators for this beer are Seven Locks Brewing, Charm City Mead Works, oh. Homemade Brewing Company, Smoketown Brewing Creekside. Oh, I guess they have two locations. Smoketown does. Steinhardt Brewing Company, and Streetcar 82 Brewing Company. Definitely never heard of them. I know. This just highlights how, like, there's so many breweries I heard of Homemade. They just opened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They're very new. Yeah. Very new. I don't even know. I think they had a soft. I know they had a soft opening. I don't know if they had a true opening. And they they have a funky spelling. It's H-O-M-A-I-D-E. Yeah. For Homemade. I don't know. Did you say the ABV? 7.7. Okay. Okay, that's kind of a little up there. All right, so let me crack into this. I'm re- I really do have kind of high hopes for this. Don't I'm let, excited. Don't let me down. When we we had some sours when we went to Idiom, didn't we? I think we did. I'm trying to remember, you know, kind of what we were thinking. That's the last place we went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we were a little on the beard outside, yeah. kind of when we did go there. So. Um, okay, so let's... Of course, it's a beautiful color. Oh, yeah. It's very... It, it's like... It's like ruby. It looks kind of pulpy, too. Like you yeah, can't, You definitely can't thick. see through it. You see just... It's like pureed berries in there. The pink head is very pink. It's, yeah. it's bright, bright pink. It's beautiful. Oh, man. It's a nice it red color. It smells so good. I, you get that cinnamon, too. Ooh. Oh, my gosh, you get that cinnamon. It's coming off as like... Um, Oh, man, what's that? Like a crumble. You know, like a berry crumble yeah. dessert? Because that usually has cinnamon, and then there's also, like, that little bit of vanilla that's kind of like an a la mode with a... Like a crisp. Yeah. Like a, yeah, okay. Mixed that's berry better. crisp. 
Yes, that's a good way of putting it. The cinnamon is pretty substantial. I like it. Well, it's interesting because you get the berries, but then when the cinnamon and the vanilla come in and they mix in your nose, it really does smell kind of like a pie crust. Yeah. It really, really does. So this is like a dessert in a glass, at least smell-wise. Definitely getting... It smells like very berry-y, but I'm definitely picking out the raspberry. It smells baked, too. You know what I mean? Like, it smells like a baked dessert. It's such a... I'm kind of I'm I'm pretty impressed with the nose. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's it's a very impressive nose. Makes you excited to drink it. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you like desserts like this. Let's go in. Mm. Ooh, it's delicious. So Ooh. it's got more of a of a sour. Tart. Yeah, it's very tart. Yeah, it's like serious tart, sour kick to it, which I don't really smell because that the level of cinnamon and vanilla really soften that yeah on the nose. it really masks it but it's interesting because that tart sourness hits immediately when you taste it and then it slowly transitions to like a smooth finish with the cinnamon and vanilla i'm just like i had my first sip and the cinnamon is just like marinating in my mouth yeah. i still it's lingering yeah the cinnamon's very prevalent and you know me like i'm very finicky about spices in my beer but this is a decent amount of vanilla, but it works with all you the other cinnamon. flavors. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Cinnamon. It works with all the other flavors. Yeah. It really does. It's Huh. They brought it under control. Mm. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. Well, I mean, it tastes exactly the way it smells except for that increased sourness. Right. That's the only thing that's different from the smell to the but taste. But you know you're getting into that because it's fruit yeah. sour. Yeah, definitely. You know, so... This beer is one of the few beers I think that I've had that lives up to... The promise of the nose. Right. Yes. Lives up to the promise of the nose, but lives up to... The promise of the, the description. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes... How <laughs> many times you, 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 know, you hear the description of a beer, you read it on the can or bottle, and then you drink it and you think, geez, this, what, wah, what a disappointment. But this beer really is much better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, it is... Mixed berry crisp a la mode in a glass. I mean, it really, really is. It's very good. Mm, I'll be definitely excited to drink more of that. Mm. Well, we got four mixed four packs. So by accident, we although only... we're gonna give, we're, we're gonna, we're planning to give one away to Rich. You know, Rich who gave us a lot of beer recently. <laughs> He's gonna, he'll He's get gonna... get to try these. He'll I think like that. Down with, oh yeah, he'll love that. Okay, so now that we tasted it. Let's go ahead and see what we should have gotten out of it. I have a feeling we're probably pretty close. Uh, This is an extremely uh, powerful, sorry. This is an extremely flavorful puree-packed fruited sour full of blueberry, raspberry, blackcurrant, cinnamon, and vanilla. This is going to be an exceptional addition to that beer shelf in your fridge. That's all? Yeah, it didn't go like super into depth on that. I thought it would, but... I couldn't really... I, I could pick out raspberry on the nose. I don't know if I could... I couldn't really pick out any specific berries or blackcurrant or anything, could you? Um, uh, here's the thing. Like, when you start mixing berries, I usually end up thinking blackberry. You know, oh, really? blackberry ends up entering my mind. <laughs> There's no blackberry in it, babe. I know, I know. But when you're mixing, like, blackcurrant, raspberry, and yeah. I, I feel like blackcurrant and raspberry is blackberry. Yeah, In okay. a sense, you know? I can see that. 
So, but anyway, but I'm I I would be able to pick out the raspberry. I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. we've been eating raspberries lately, so I think that's partially why it's fresh on your palate. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next, next. beer we're going to is called Bam. Just Bam. It's just B A M. It's just called Bam, and it's an Italian pills. If you know us, we've been yeah. digging on some pilsners lately. So yeah. Uh, so this Bam Italian Pills is not showing me an ABV at all, unless it's on the bottom. Nope, no ABV there. Hmm. Okay. So the host brewery is Calvert Brewing Company, and the other collaborators are Denizens Brewing Company, who we talked about on a recent mm-hmm. episode, Elk River Brewing Company, Forward Brewing Company, and one we've talked about on the podcast Hysteria Brewing mm. Company. So, I'm excited for this as well. Not as excited as I was for the sour, and I don't think either of these last two beers are going to reach that level of that sour. That yeah, sour's crazy. Yeah, that sour's really good. Very well executed. Very well executed. Alright, here we go. I mean, without the cinnamon, it just would have been like, you're kind of run-of-the-mill beer, and it would have been good, but... And vanilla. The vanilla, vanilla. the vanilla plays an important role, too. Yeah, but the vanilla and the cinnamon just really kicks that up. I mean, it's, without those two things, I think it still was going to oh, be good. Oh, it was good. Really good It just hits that next level. It just would have been nothing kind of out of the ordinary. Right. You it, know? It, it, it wouldn't just seem as been, special. It's standing out now. Yeah. When, when you add in those other things, it becomes very nuanced and special, like yeah. you're saying. Okay. okay. Yellow. Yeah. Yellow. Very, very yellow. yellow. Yep. Looks like a Pilsner for sure. Oh, man, it's skunky, skunky. AF. <clears throat> now, here's the thing. We have smelled skunky in Pilsners before and not tasted it. I know. One brewery in particular, True Respite, or I'm sorry, True Respite, as it's supposed to be said. True Respite, it's like all their Pilsners, we've had a few of their Pilsners, all their Pilsners have a skunky smell, but you can never taste that in them. So I'm hoping so it's one hard, of those situations. so hard to get past the skunkiness. Yeah, it's definitely skunky, but there is something past it. After the skunkiness, there's a little bit of a of a um, citrus note from some what I yeah. assume is some decent hopping. I could see that. Some hay, some honey. Yeah, that's kind of all I'm getting. Yeah, those and those are low levels, the hay and the honey. It's primarily skunk. Yeah, it's very skunky. Skunky McSkunkerson. I mean, the majority of what we're going to get out of it will be flavor. So, let's go in. I don't taste it. I really like it. I don't taste it. It's What is that? Yeah, what is There is um it's like a honeycomb. Yeah. Like honeycomb gonna, cereal. It's something sweet. I was almost going to say caramel. It's a little caramelly. Okay. I could see where you're getting just the slightest hint of caramel, and it's mixing in with this kind of honeycomb yeah. flavor that also is imparting some notes of hay to it. Definitely it's, hay, um, and the naked there's some naked Cheerio, not the, mm-hmm. the naked Cheerio finish, but actually the naked Cheerio taste. Yeah, agreed. There's a little bit of a bitterness on the finish. Yeah, it's good. It is light and c- kind of crisp, but it also is more viscous than I thought it mm-hmm. would be for how it smelled and how it looked and just knowing it's a Pilsner. It has a lot of flavor. Yeah. It has 
well, there are all sorts of pilsners. Now, maybe this is a distinction with the Italian-style pilsner. I'm not 100%. I'm not that well-versed on the different types of pilsners, unfortunately, which I guess that is something I should look into more since we've been feeling pilsners more lately. But maybe that's one of the calling cards of an Italian pilsner, is it has, you know, richer flavors to it. Yeah, it, it's good. It's definitely full-bodied, chewy. Yeah. It's good. It's weird because it's it's like, like you're saying, like it's a little chewy. It's more viscous than you would think, but it's also thin at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird. Like it plays both ways. That's good. It's just the nose is off-putting. Yeah. But the flavor is very just, inviting. Just, as long as the flavor is good. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, you can just hold your nose and drink it if you really have to. Okay. So rinse a glass. All right, here we go. Now, since we tried it, let's see what we we're supposed to get out of this or whatever information they have. A beautiful dry hopped and unfiltered variation on the traditional Pilsen style. Our Italian Pilsner pours a beautiful straw color and hits your nose with the classic spicy floral and herbal notes you would expect from noble hops along with a slight lemon peel twist. Oh, no, we didn't get that. From our use of Kazbek hops. Interesting. We didn't get that. It drinks crisp, poppy, and carbonated with a nice biscuit finish. Biscuit. Bis biscuit. I could say that. I, I think that the Naked Cheerio is probably biscuity, and the, yeah. some of that the caramel sweetness. Sure. Sure. All right. And our final one. Final you beer is called What Maryland Stouts. It is a tropical extra stout. Seven point five percent. And the host brewery for this one is True Respite Brewing, who we've talked about kind of recently and enjoy. And the other collaborators are 1623 Brewing Company, mm. who we also talked about not that long ago. Crooked Crab Brewing Company, Denizens Brewing. Denizens again. Hysteria Brewing again. again Mono Negra Beer Company, Milk House Brewery. Oh, we've been there. Nepenthe Brewing. I've been there. Quiet Scheme. Never heard of them. Slate Farm Brewery. Oh, been there. And Ten Ike Brewing. Never heard of them. Uh, they're relatively new, from what Man, I understand. Man, so many breweries in Maryland. I know, that's what I'm saying. This highlights it. So, with that in mind, I feel like they could definitely do another series. And I'm hoping so, based off of the fact that it's series number one. Yeah. I mean, you don't say series number one and not plan to do more. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Okay, did you say the ABV on that? 7.5. 7.5, awesome, thank you. I'm interested to see what this actually is, though. Yeah. It's because Tropical Extra Stout, what is that supposed to be? What is you? It makes me think, what is they saying? Yeah, what is they saying? What is they beer saying? What is that from? Uh, Avenue 5 that was on oh, HBO. Yeah. We only watched a few episodes. It actually wasn't that good. That was a great line from it, but it's actually not that good of a show. <laughs> we quit it. Yeah, we did. It got boring fast. Okay. Tried too hard. Okay, so it looks like a stout. Oh my yeah. gosh. Totally. It's got a, you know, decently tanned head to it. Can't see through it. All that jazz. I get the... It's like a really low-level chocolate. I was going to say chalk. Okay. Chalk, slight ash. I was, that was my next chalky, ashy... You know, okay, you know what this smells like? 
What does it smell like? Minus a few notes. Minus a few key notes. It smells like the Berry's Indulgence chocolate cream pie stout from BC Brewery. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I can see that. Without the without the the vanilla cream smell. Yeah. Because that also has like a low-level chocolate yeah. to it, an ashiness. Yeah. It's the same And we drank smell. that recently, so that's why we... Very didn't. recently, like within the week. It smells good, though. Like, yeah. it's very low-key. Yeah, it's not overtly nose-forward. <laughs> yeah, it's very low-key. I think I get a slight molasses, too, actually. There's very slight molasses on the end. All right. It's really thin. Ooh, the ashiness is pretty significant. At least on my first sip, the ashiness really shows up. It definitely tastes chocolatey too, but it's kind of like a bitter, you know, like a bitter dry chocolate. And it is dry. It is very dry. It's a very dry beer. Hmm. What's the tropical? I don't know. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to figure out. It's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoy it. Um, the question is, do you want a stout or do you want an imperial stout? This is something we talked about on a yeah. recent episode. Like, as, you know, current craft beer drinkers, you're used to everything being an imperial stout. But when you step back, do you want to drink a straight-up stout? I'm enjoying it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's good. Yeah. It's it's light body to it. I, I enjoy that with the flavors. It's easy. Yeah, I don't know what the tropical is supposed to be either. about it. I'm just getting the ashy, the chocolate. There's a lot of ashiness to it. And I think there's a bitterness on the finish, and I think the bitterness is enhanced a bit by how dry it is. And that plays then into more of a dark chocolate chocolate to it as well. But it's a decent beer. Mm-hmm. It's a solid beer. I enjoy it. Now what were you supposed to get? I get a little bit of that molasses actually, that I was saying I was smelling. And I also, also get a faint caramel note on the finish. I I could see that. All right. So this is what they say. What is a tropical extra stout, you might ask? We We did did. ask. We are. Well, if you ask our friends at True Respite and the other collaborators producing What Maryland Stouts, you'd hear a lot about the rich cocoa, coffee, and dark fruit flavors. No dark fruit. Uh, that are derived from the specialty malts making up the recipe's grist bill. It sounds delicious to us. Roasty notes married to a lightly sweet character in a luscious beer. Okay. I mean, the roasty's coming through, like we were saying, with like it being very dry and it being like a dark chocolate. Right. Like, that's where the roasty's coming We're getting coming the roasty and the cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, cocoa's pretty dry, too. Yeah, it's real. So, that could be playing into that as well. So, Okay. But it's good. I dig it. Um, okay, so do you need to retaste any, or do you know your lineup? I, I know. Mind. I know mine immediately. But I know you, mine too. you go ahead first. Okay, might be the same. Might be the same. Our number one, I know, is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number four is going to be eight, which is the hazy IPA. My number three is going to be what Maryland stouts. My number two is Bam, the Italian pills. And my number one is the Pow Smack Bam, the Fruited Sour. Fruited Sour with raspberry, blueberry, blackcurrant, cinnamon, and vanilla. And my ranking's the same. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 100%. I felt like this was 
this was a very easy one to rank. Like, literally, as I was drinking, they, like, slotted in into the order. Like, we drank the first one, I was like, okay. We drank the second one, I was like, well, definitely in the one spot. We drank the third one, I was like, definitely between the first and second one. And then we drank this last one, I was like, definitely before the last one. Like, it was very clear in my mind as we were I was torn between the last two. I was torn between eight and what Maryland Stouts. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they are close-ish, but I think in the end I would want them what Maryland Stouts more. Because another thing, like I was saying, like, IPAs kind of hard to really impress you with. And how many people are making just a stout? Right. Like an actual stout, not imperial. So... This is, one of those, this is one of those times you reach for this one when you're just like, I feel like I want the flavors of a stout, but I just don't want something super thick and heavy. heavy right. Like, this is that. So, okay. Mm. So this is fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was great. And I love that we're doing it to support Maryland breweries. I don't know if you can still get your hands on these. I know that at least at the brewing locations for these beers, they have them available to purchase and take home. So if you hear this and you want to go out and do that, do that, um, if they're still available. Now, I want to pose a question to you. What, if they do another series, which, you know, fingers crossed, what would you like to see? Style-wise? Yeah, name a few styles that you would be like, please do this. Um, a Kolsch or a cream ale. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd go, I'd say cream ale. Be like, give me a cream ale. A coffee porter. Ooh. Coffee porter would be good. I'd say, okay, if you want to get crazy, I would ask for something that I've been wanting that barely anyone does, a coffee IPA. Coffee IPA. If if anyone hears this who's involved with this project, a cream ale, a coffee IPA, what else? We should come up with two more just to round things out. How about that? Um, what else could we come up with? How about a... Milkshake IPA. Milkshake IPA could be fun. Or a scotch ale. Hmm. How about a scotch ale? There aren't enough of those out there. And I think a good scotch ale is an amazing beer. Although I'm sure they'd listen to what we're saying and just be like, cream ale's not really going to sell so much. The scotch ale's not really going to sell so much. But the other one's good. But anyway, cool. So love it. Brewers Association of Maryland, good job putting this together. All the breweries who participated, good job executing these beers yeah, and collaborating. Yeah, really And, you know, just th- pitching in and coming together to support the, uh, the association. That's awesome. So thanks, everyone, for checking this out. And until next time. Keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.